Hello and welcome back to Ragarasika. This is a podcast program that explores the world of Carnatic music. I'm your host, Devesh Satyavolu. Joining me from Albany, New York is Vidya Subramanian. A few episodes ago, we were talking about the concept of shruti. When it comes to the topic of shruti, there is another related term that I hear being used frequently in the realm of Carnatic music. And that term is Shruti Bedam. So, Vidya, I want to spend a couple of episodes talking about Shruti Bedam. Why don't you introduce this concept to us? What is Shruti Bedam? Shruti Bedam is one of the most advanced and sophisticated concepts of improvisation in a Carnatic music concert. In fact, the technical term for this is Graha Bedam. So, if you were to look up a textbook on Carnatic music, it would be defined as Graha Bedam and not Shruti Bedam. Although Shruti Bedam is a term that we commonly use for this technique in uh, everyday concert parlance. This is a pretty sophisticated technique that is typically employed during a Raga Alapana or a free-flowing improvisation. Whenever I've heard this or whenever I've discussed this with uh, Carnatic music artists or other followers of Carnatic music, they always ind- indicate that it's a pretty abstract and a highly mathematical concept at the same time. Could you go a little deeper and, and share with us what are the nuances when it comes to Shruti Bedam? Shruti Bedam or Graha Bedam can be defined as the shift of the tonic note in a musical scale. When I was reading up more about this concept, I uh, referred to a very an insightful article on this topic by Srimati Vidya Shankar, who is a very senior musician, veena player and musicologist. And she says that, you know, graha literally means planet in Sanskrit and bedam means difference or modification. And she says that in graha bedam, each swaram can be compared to a planet. That is, its position is fixed with reference to the fundamental, that is the sun. And then after fixing the reference, it has its own movements around the fundamental. So it's a very interesting analogy that she has. And essentially what happens in a Grahabedam is a shift in tone. When a Raga Alapana of a certain Ragam is being done, and if the musician wants to perform a Grahabedam, he or she would choose one of the notes in the Ragam as the new temporary Shadjam or fundamental. And then keeping that note as the new Shadjam, they would indulge in what is known as Grahabedam to bring out a trace or shade of an entirely different ragam. So you may not be able to do this for every note in a ragam. There could be only certain notes which result in a meaningful new ragam. And and you can choose from any of those notes to do the graha bedam. And I know it sounds a bit abstract at this point, but we'll be going over a couple of illustrations that should hopefully make the concept a lot clearer. So, Vidya, before we get into the illustrations themselves, I was curious to find out if this was a fairly modern concept or something that has been around for a while. Interestingly, Srimati Vidya Shankar mentions in her essay that this concept of Grahabedam is an ancient one and that a similar idea finds mention in the 2nd century Tamil work Silapadigaram. And she says that the term in Tamil music for Grahabedam was Kural Tirupu, where Kural stands for basic note or fundamental and Tirupu means transformation. 
for those of you who haven't heard of the work Silavadikaram, I wanted to spend a couple of minutes sharing with you some interesting tidbits about it. Silapadikaram is one of the five great uh, masterful epics in Tamil literature, Tamil being one of the languages of South India. It is credited to be written by a poet, uh, Ilango Adigal. The story revolves around a character called Kanagi who lost her husband to injustice at the court of a Tamil Pandya king and she takes revenge on his kingdom as a result of it. It has a very moralistic tone to it and very narrative about the goings-on of the times during which it was written. Extremely dramatic and is a source of uh, inspiration for uh, you know, plays, uh, dance, and so on. So if you haven't uh, uh, had a chance to read this work, I'd highly encourage you to do it. It's a fascinating piece of work. So coming back to the topic at hand on Shruti Bedam, Vidya, maybe could you now illustrate uh, this concept of Shruti Bedam and actually show how this shift of tone is actually done? The mathematical explanations that discuss the relative frequencies of the notes are highly technical and really, I think the easiest way to explain this complex concept of Grahabedam is to take up a practical Raga example. And for the purposes of our discussion today, I would like to take up the Ragam Mohanam, which is the oldest pentatonic scale. And I'll also use a keyboard as I sing to help me with the demo. So let me begin the illustration by singing the scale or Arohanam and Avarohanam for Mohanam Ragam. Sari ga pa da sa Sa da pa ga ri sa Sari ga pa da sa Sa da pa ga ri sa The swarams in this ragam are Shadjam, Chatushruti Rishabam or Ritu Antara Gandharam or Gatri, Panchamam, Chatushruti Daivatam or Datu. Now, what I'm going to do is to sing the scale of Mohanam from Ri to Ri. That is Riga Padasari, Risa Dapagari. And then I will encourage the listeners to shift their perception such that the Ri of Mohanam becomes your new Sa. And the resultant Ragam will be Madhyamavati. So let me illustrate that. Sari. This is the re of Mohanam. Re ga pa da sa re. Re sa da pa ga re. Here I'm going to be using another musical term, murchana. Murchana is a term we frequently use to denote musical scale. So what I'm going to be doing now is a Rishabha Murchana where we shift our perception such that the Ri of Mohanam becomes our new Sa. Sa Ri Ma Pa Ni Sa Sa Ni Pa Ma Ri Sa Sa Ri Ma Pa Ni Sa Sa Ni Pa Ma Ri Sa 
what i'm going to do next is to sing a brief alapana or improvisation sketch of mohanam ragam and in the middle of this alapana i'm going to indulge in shruti bedam so i'll let you know when we come to the shruti bedam part So this is the re of my original Mohanam, and now I'm going to do the Shruti Bedam, keeping this re as my new sa. Shruti Bedam, I am going to come back and conclude my Alapana of Mohanam. to do now is to sing one more time the alapana of mohanam and uh, please note that since the alapana is a highly creative exercise it's not going to sound exactly the same way as the one i just did but it's going to be on the same lines and what i would really like the listeners to do here is to look out for the shruti bedam where the rishabha murchana of mohanam is done to result in madhyamavati i hope you are able to catch it this time Na 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 na
Fascinating with you. Uh, in the in our illustration, you took the rishabham, and uh, and then you did the shruti peshalam using rishabham, and then it resulted in madhyamavati. What if you took some other notes? What would happen then? It so happens that for mohanam ragam, every note in the scale results in a different ragam when murchana is done. So as we just mentioned, the rishabha murchana results in madhyamavati. the gandhara murchana where we perceive the ga of mohanam to be a new sa yields hindolam the panchama murchana yields suddha saveri and the daivata murchana yields suddha danyasi here it is important for the listener to understand that this need not be the case for every ragam in many ragams some of the notes when murchana is done on those notes may not result in a meaningful ragam so vidya what if you took madhyamavati can you do a shruti vedam on madhyamavati and get mohanam the answer is yes in general if raga b is a murchana of a then the murchanas of b will be obtained by permuting those with a in cyclical order hence graha vedam of madhyamavati will yield in indolam suddha saveri suddha danyasi and mohanam in that order so we can again see how mathematical the entire concept is before we finish up one last question i had especially for listeners like me how how can we identify uh, a, a graha vedam or shruti vedam as it is happening in a concert typically when a musician performs a graha vedam in a concert he or she renders the swarams with oscillations or microtones bearing in mind the concept of the new ragam that emerges from the shift in tone So in our previous example here of rishabha murchana of mohanam resulting in madhyamavati the kamakams will generally bear the concept of madhyamavati and this is what leads a listener to even perceive that a grahabedam is taking place consequently the form of the swarams and their shruti values change once the performer completes the grahabedam he or she no longer renders the oscillations based on madhyamavati and the listener's perception of madhyamavati vanishes and the listener lands right back in the rishabh of, of mohanam and the rest of the improvisation is continued keeping in mind the oscillations and gamakams of mohanam ragam so vidya could you share with us in the example that we just covered mohanam and madhyamavati how the gamakams played out and uh, and which were the gamakams for us for example to keep track of in our example the ri ga pa da sa ri of mohanam became our sari ma pa ni sa of madhyamavati as many of you would know the pa is one of the notes the other one being sa which doesn't carry gamakam so when grahabedam was done the pa of mohanam now becomes the ma of madhyamavati which is a note that carries a lot of gamakam in this raga so when we sing the panchamam keeping in mind mohanam ragam it would be quite flat or at most having a few curves but repeated back and forth oscillatory gamakams would not be done but when the shift in tone is done to bring out madhyamavati we would be rendering the same note as the ma of madhyamavati and therefore it would be sung with a lot of gamakams and this shift w- would be one of the important clues that help 
the listener to understand that a grahabedam is taking place and also what ragam is being brought out in the grahabedam that's all the time we have for today hope you join us next time for another episode of ragarasika to learn more about vidya visit her online at vidyasubramanian.com write to us at www.ragarasika.com see you next time goodbye Oh